Well, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the Plan Y podcast. My name is Taryn. And my name is Hannah. And today, this is a part two of our previous podcast. So, Hannah, well, what last we time about last when time we were talking we about Sweden, today? we were talking about studying abroad a little bit in general, and we were talking a little bit about norming and studying in Hamstad where I studied. And today we have Hannah, aka Dr. Tequila, with us again, and we're talking a little bit more about Sweden in general and the traditions. And yeah, because you guys enjoyed what we heard so far about Sweden so much, we thought we'd dive in a little bit deeper and give you some nice facts as well. So welcome, honey. Hi again. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're more time. than welcome. Uh, I had so much fun last time, so I'm so happy to be here again. Well, we're glad you're back because we have a lot Absolutely. more to talk so about. Just... Well, yeah, so let's, let's just start. <laughs> we have a lot of wildlife uh, in Sweden. Um, not dangerous animals. Uh, I think the most dangerous animal in Sweden is probably a bear, uh, but you don't see them. Yeah, you don't see them very often because they live deep in the forest. They are afraid of people, so they stay out of the way. <laughs> I don't blame them. Yeah, and I have heard that, Hannah, you're from Germany, and you find the moose quite exotic yeah they are so cool we went into a moose park too moose park too yeah so at one of the trips we actually do uh, from the student union we we have not too far from home so we have this place that that have like mooses so they have a moose safari where you can actually feed them and get close to them uh but mooses are just a wild animal in Sweden. They're the king of the forest. Uh, and <laughs> I have heard, it might not be true, I must say, but I have heard that some Germans <laughs> actually steal the like war- warning sign uh, from the road that says warning for moose. And that a lot of these signs are stolen by tourists. I can imagine that. I would, I, I'll be honest, that sounds, I would definitely want a stolen warning <laughs> sign. That would be so cool. And people actually bring them home. Yeah, no, completely understand that in every way. In fact, I'm now going to to go on eBay and look up <laughs> warning sign. It is so well, funny. See that... if it's a German who sells it, because <laughs> I've just heard that a lot of Germans are tourists in Sweden and they steal the signs. But it could be not true at all. Well, it's just a rumor. Well, it's the least that you can do for us producing more of these signs when you're getting our alcohol, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> we could we start trading signs, uh, warning for moose, uh, and you give me alcohol, okay? <laughs> 100% deal. It is just like, a deal. so funny that uh, you heard that the Germans are doing it because I don't have such a sign, but maybe I need to go back and get one of those signs. Yeah, if you go to a tourist information spot, you can see Swedish flags and you can get the stickers of warning about moose. <laughs> and you can get a moose or you can get a horse called, uh, it's quite a special horse oh, that yeah. is painted. Uh, it's from a special place in Sweden called Dalarna. And you can get a dollar hest. It's like a dollar horse. Um, it's it's a wooden horse 
and it's painted in red or some different coloring. That, that so is typical beautiful. Sweden. Yeah, and it is so beautiful as well, and which is something that is typical Sweden as well. You said it before, um, meatballs, but you how do you pronounce it? Chapula? Chattbulla. Yeah. Chattbulla. <laughs> meat like in it. Swedish is chatt. But another typical thing, and this was not your exchange year here uh, in Sweden. We have cinnamon buns. Oh, they are so good. Yeah, it's like a cookie, you could say, or not. I don't know what to call it. Oh. What do you think, Hanna? Well, it's kind of a roll. And it's so amazing. It tastes so good. And I had a massive one in Gothenburg. It was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I think it was bigger than my laptop. And oh, it my God. so massive. Wow. And you have another thing that I just remember as well. You have these princess cake. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a massive. I, I think you call it marzipan. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but the cinnamon buns. Uh, we had an exchange student uh, that uh, was going to get a tattoo, and he had a tattoo for every country he visited. And for Sweden, he chose to tattoo Amazing. a cinnamon bun <laughs> on his left arm and write the word "fika." <laughs> oh my god, that is amazing! Yeah, I was laughing. For the speaker, so, fika. mean fika means like taking a coffee. But you take like a coffee and some cookies, and uh, you take. Um, Maybe a cinnamon bun and a cup of coffee. Then you go to have a fika. With a friend. Yeah. Or, or with the family. But we have, I think that is quite special about Sweden, having a fika. I love it's like, fikas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you always have a fika at least once a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not... <laughs> it's like in the afternoon, You in England, you have like tea time. Right? Yeah. yeah For yeah. us, it's Vika. That's so... I love it. I just love <laughs> I, it. At, when I worked at the office uh, at the uni uh, for the student union, we, we always, uh, quarter to three every afternoon, we had Fika time what? for 15 minutes. <laughs> it's like taking a coffee, eating a snack or a cinnamon bun or something like that. And we would just sit down for a while and chat. That is so amazing. Like a coffee break, but it's called Fika. I love that about Sweden. I love Fikas and I went to a lot with my friends, like almost like you said, every day. And I just remember one weird thing about Swedish food. We we were talking about that earlier as well, because they have in these tubes, they have cheese and shrimps <laughs> and you can buy it in the supermarket and then you put it on the bread in the morning and it, I found it so awkward just like if if you would buy uh, mustard but instead of mustard there is inside for example ham and cheese and um, cheese and shrimp and I find that so weird yeah that that is like on a tube uh, <laughs> it's um, like cream cheese or um soft cheese that is in the tube and you used to have i don't know if in america maybe you have string cheese i think that's quite similar but it's with yeah shrimps or ham or something else or just this soft cheese in a tube that sounds quite nice <laughs> it could be nice that could be quite i bought it but as well. I, I think during I... the morning you also had uh, a day when you were uh, trying some different kind of food yeah True. Yeah, you tried meatballs and 
pick of a herring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Also, something that I remember too is as well the story that you told me earlier where you kidnapped a few of us aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We kidnapped a few oh. of you uh, just to play a prank. We, we made someone eat like dried meat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, this wow. is not good. But you have to eat it, we said. And we were trying to not to laugh and say, like, just eat it. <laughs> eat shit. <laughs> But it was dried meat. There was nothing dangerous. He, he just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, he was hospitalized. Oh, yeah, but no. He, he, he survived, I promise. <laughs> and you have, like, another fact for. Yeah, I, another weird thing about Sweden is that we are using snooze. Have you heard of oh, snooze? No, yeah. Um, I actually know a bloke who chews it. I think it's the most disgusting <laughs> thing. I Awful. Awful. I don't know why anyone would do it. Honestly, the most awful thing you can ever put in your mouth. Um, and, that, and that's the quote. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really... Uh, snooze is like a, a little bag of tobacco that you put under your lip. Horrible. And it's a Swedish thing, I think. I mean, in other cultures, you can have like chewing tobacco. Really? Uh, and yeah, wow. I think that's a South American thing. Oh, perhaps. Yeah. Like true. chewing tobacco. Uh, but this is, you don't chew it, you just have it under the lip. And yeah, <laughs> it's funny because there's always someone using snooze. And like, try it if you're not from Sweden. Like, oh, you have to try it. Don't let me let me let me just save someone a time. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the most awful thing. Oh, it's oh, it's and disgusting. other people love it. I... So a lot of people do smoke. Why? And I I used to smoke, but to quit smoking, I started to use snus instead. <laughs> uh, but I use a lighter kind of snooze that is uh, with the taste of mint and it's without the tobacco only the nicotine uh, so I have small white pouches of nicotine that I use instead so there's different kind of snooze and I think you would like, like this much more than the traditional snooze I don't uh, know. you never try you never know right <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and if you try you get to say i told you okay so. yeah so i will definitely well if you come here to sweden but, oh. i will have you try snooze once more uh and i think you will like it Thank you so much. <laughs> and yeah. we could celebrate midsummer yeah. celebrating the light turning back yeah we I'm should sold. do it this year it's so the what, 25th it? of june this year so let's get down and it goes on for three days oh wow that is yeah. uh, like a red day in the calendar Everybody is celebrating midsummer. Three yeah. days. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's Friday till Sunday. Amazing. Almost everybody I... is uh, on holiday for for that. It's as big as Christmas. Have you in England like some ideas about Sweden? Like this is something quirky or like different? What have you heard about Sweden? Sweden, when I think of Sweden, Sweden is incredibly wealthy as a country, yes, I believe. we are. I mean, the main one is obviously just Sweden. And the thing that hasn't been mentioned at all yet, which is insane, 
Um, obviously, everyone in Sweden lives in an <laughs> IKEA house full of IKEA furniture <laughs> and eats the 99p ice creams all day. <laughs> okay, IKEA is big, uh, and I think that I have a lot of furniture for IKEA, but not that many. I half imagine that IKEA has like little, in the same way that every other country has McDonald's. You guys have like mini IKEA cafes where everyone goes and gets fast food. No, we and, don't. Meatballs. Um, <laughs> it's like the really big IKEA store, and they have the restaurant there, and they have like a cafe, and they sell a lot of hot dogs, though. <laughs> that is like the, they make their yeah. money on selling <laughs> hot dogs because after a day at IKEA, you are hungry when you're going home. So before you go out, you buy a hot dog or two. Well, it's because you've been walking around the store for yeah. like four hours. There was a prank in London in one of the IKEA stores. Someone got arrested, in fact, because they put down some fake arrows that took people on an endless loop. No, so they never found the no, way out. No, seriously. The store. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I am. I don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I only came in for a toilet yeah. brush. Oh gosh, that is so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, IKEA, of course. Why haven't we mentioned IKEA before? You know they have an I IKEA know. museum as well, uh, not no. too far from here. Wow. And I think that we actually arranged a trip for the exchange students to go there as well. I never went there. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think that was in the, uh, the spring semester, trip. and you were here for the fall yeah, semester, true. so you missed it. Wow. Uh, but also we have this um, uh, thing called Liseberg. It's an amusement park in Gothenburg. Oh, yeah. I uh, went there. Yeah. So uh, they have like, they're open before Christmas. Uh, they have about a thousand lights uh, put up in, in the entire park. You can actually see a reindeer when you go there. Poor reindeer, I think. Wow. But they have reindeer there in the park. Uh, and you can buy like um, uh, different kind of uh, stuff, and it's like a Christmas summer, market, right? A, yeah, it's a Christmas market, you could say. Yeah. Uh, but in the in the summertime, from April until September or October, I think it's uh, roller coasters, and it's a lot of people going there actually. It sounds and amazing. It's in the middle of Gothenburg. And- it, I just, yeah. I think we yeah. just need to go to Sweden. I think my takeaway from this podcast is I need possible. to go to Sweden as soon and you, as yeah. possible. You missed out on not doing list. an exchange semester. Yeah. I yeah. know. But you can just take a course. Well. You have to do the master's degree or something here. <laughs> <laughs> it will change your life. <laughs> worth it well, it sounds like I only need to stay for the seven days I'm like how are we going to manage to do all these things in seven days <laughs> it's like a schedule for just, every day uh, just doing different I like things ch- yeah. everyone likes a challenge <laughs> <laughs> okay so you are both okay. very very welcome to come here oh, this June for you. midsummer to stay with me it's an open invitation to you guys oh nice I really try to come 
can all of our Sorry? listeners come? I can manage that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should try to get a short, oh, kind of a reunion from all of the aliens and people that study. Oh, there. I would love that. That would be amazing. Yeah. And turn- that would be amazing. Yeah. And I, I think that the Nolming experience uh, for me as part of the university, I mean, I'm, I'm a Swedish student studying here and to get to know all these people from all around the world was such a great experience for me as well. I mean, I met you, Hannah, yes. and I met I met Austin, who lives in the States, yes. um, from Alabama, uh, and I still have contact Alabama. with you guys, and I still have contact with Gabriela in uh, Brazil. That's amazing. Um, and I mean, it's just amazing to see all these people go about their days and and I get to be a part of that and I would never have met you if I wasn't there at an old yeah true and if I not just randomly choose to Sweden as my second choice without even looking into it I'm just like oh Sweden sounds nice yeah just put it in a second choice and yeah it was a good decision (laughs) yeah it was (laughs) it was the best decision you should have put it out the first place yeah true (laughs) but yeah it worked out anyway (laughs) Yeah, I did. Well, I would always go back and experience <laughs> Nolning again because it was such a fun week. And just looking at the pictures and videos, at the picture of Stina, the dog that the Straff Master had, <laughs> it was just like so many memories came back. And it's just like an amazing experience. And I guess it's just like something that you can experience everywhere in Europe. So if you're not keen on traveling somewhere, abroad in Asia or whatever I think studying abroad is a good way of starting traveling in general yes absolutely and also socially connecting with people from all different kind of cultures and just learn about people in general such a great way to get started on traveling and discovering things about yourself but also about different cultures well it's a very similar situation isn't it you go in you don't know anyone and then you quickly find your way around and adapt to life. But it's more organized than just going to Asia and staying in hostels because you always have someone in the university that you can talk to, um, the student desk or something like that. And then, for example, when I went there, it got organized by my university. So Homestead, Huck School in Homestead, I think is, is its name, yeah, it is actually a partner university from the university in the Netherlands where I studied. So it didn't even cost me anything to go there besides like living costs and all other stuff. So I think because it was organized, it's also like a really great way to start. And then as well, Sweden is not that far from home. So um, I think it's a really safe way to start for others that might think about traveling at some point in their life. Absolutely. And uh, if you're a European citizen, then it's so much cheaper than if you're an international student uh, from like Asia or uh, Middle East or Brazil or the States, because then you have to pay a tuition fee. And I don't think that you have to do that. You didn't do that. No, Anna. I didn't need to. And that's because of the partnership. So your yeah, university is free. Is free. And you said before that Sweden is like a really rich country and we pay a lot of taxes. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, I pay about 30, 31% of my income in taxes, but then I get so much stuff 
uh, for free or for almost nothing at all. I mean, the healthcare system and the education system, it's free for almost everybody. And yeah, it's one of the best in the is. world, isn't it? And I think that the idea of Sweden as a welfare country, uh, it's, it's that if everybody pays a bit more, we can all get educated and stay healthy. And then we can contribute to the society even more. It's a great philosophy. And I do feel like that's what yeah. Sweden is known for around the world as well. It's another one of their yeah. key things. Whenever you hear about these environmental policies that are new and exciting, it's usually coming out of either Sweden yeah, or Norway it first. Actually does. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think that in, as a Swede, it's like, of course, I'm going to uh, study uh, because it's. I know that it will open so much more doors for me in the future. And uh, for me, it's it's not completely free in that. I mean, I still have to pay my, pay my rent and stuff like that. But in Sweden, you, you can borrow that money really, really cheap from the state. That's amazing because I've got uh, my current student debt is, I think, going up by a thousand a year mm. minimum. Yeah. It's a really high yeah. interest rate. I think rate. it's for... But I think a really big difference for, for Sweden as well is that the universities in Sweden are actually uh, government-owned. Oh, yeah. I know that in England, there are, uh, they're not. Well, they're, in England, they're owned by different companies, but they're meant to be run yeah. as charities, um, but they're not really and then you have privately yeah, owned universities exactly because well. i did go uh on a like a study trip to england to uh birmingham uh and from there we yes. went to i'm so sorry <laughs> you're sorry <laughs> we went to birmingham and oxford and to Worcester uh, okay. to i think for different universities. Well, I, I was part of the student union when I went there. I was president of the student union. So I went with our uh, vice chancellor and like the leading group together with them. And we wanted to see like how it works uh, in England and like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. and just, I don't know, how, how is it organized? And uh, I think that one place in, in Oxford, it's well. It wasn't Oxford University. It was yeah, Oxford Brooks Brooks. University in Oxford. Yeah, that was yeah. the one that we visited, and they had re rebuilt some part of the university, and they also had some accommodations there. And we wanted to see how that worked out, and just hear about the school and the different programs and stuff like that. Okay. It's interesting that you'd come to, because I know obviously the UK is um, highly regarded for its universities, but within the UK, um, there's this general consensus that most universities are overpriced yeah. and um, Yeah, a bit I, shit. I understood um, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and since they, so a few years ago, they increased the fees from 3000 a year um, which doesn't include that's just your tuition wow. fee to oh nine thousand a year um, for basically no reason, and they set it. The government changed the ruling, um, and it was meant to be that only the best universities, like your Oxford, Cambridge, would charge nine thousand. But every university immediately put oh all their Lord. prices up. That is expensive, um, and 
it just changed the way the whole university system was run. So basically, every university wants to ha- look like they're doing better. And the way a university looks like they're doing better is by spending more money on different equipment and buildings. So universities are now spending all this extra money on building new recreational rooms and upgrading their libraries in a way that's not actually beneficial it doesn't improve teaching standards in any way and then what they've also done is they've said that they'll make classes bigger because the more people on a class the more funding they get from the university so instead they're now overfilling all these classes so you're not getting the same amount well then you don't get the quality in the education as you should have no, but then see, you never, I don't think you ever got, I, I mean, I did business studies, so I can only speak yeah. to it as a business studies student, but I didn't go to a lot <laughs> of my modules and I finished university with a first. There are entire modules that I never attended um, or I attended one lesson, decided that <laughs> it was shit and just never went back. And it didn't matter. But then obviously that's going to be different with different universities and different degrees and depending on your own situation. But I think there is a large part of that. I never went to university, to be honest, though I'm I'm not the best representation of going to university because I went more for the social (laughs) aspects and the ability and the opportunity to do what you wanted there. So university is like the best time if you wanted to learn about doing extracurricular stuff, put your own events yeah. on and things like that. And I think that that is like a huge difference in the universities in, in Sweden because they are government-owned. They really have to be good and they are getting evaluated every year from the government wow. as well. And Hamsta is actually uh, really high quality in the programs and the education system. I'm proud of that, actually, because I chose really the right university here. So did I. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, you did. I'm actually wearing a sweater right now that's at Harmstead University. It's where my dream begins. (laughs) (laughs) That's lovely. (laughs) But the education system in Germany, is that a lot different as well? Well, we have private universities and as well governmental-owned universities and it's similar to sweden i would say well i didn't study it in germany so i didn't spend much time looking into it but yeah i think well i know that you don't need to pay any fee as well if you study on a government-owned university and that you just need to pay for a semester ticket which allows you to use public transportation and as well the books that you maybe rent or get into yeah well buy or whatsoever and yeah besides that it's for free as well and also for people um from abroad if you find a course i think if you find a course that yeah well you really like and i think i think that in in sweden it's it's more people actually taking the opportunity to to study at university level because it's for free well maybe that's why everyone is so smart <laughs> uh, yeah maybe maybe that's why we have so much research and good ideas yeah <laughs> yeah it makes sense it makes sense it's because it we pay a lot of money. <laughs> but you invest in education and the bettering of society as a whole yeah, so it's, i think it's, that is it's working um, i i personally like the welfare state not in every case of course uh, I think that some things it's not 
supposed to be run by the government, but education, healthcare is two parts that I think is more equal for everyone if it's owned by the government. It's a good point. We're having a huge debate here in England at the moment because um, obviously in the middle of the crisis and they've just released the okay. budget for the NHS, the British National Health Service, and they've put up nurses' wow. wages by 1% and people are uh, I can't flipping see why. <laughs> out. Because, I mean, they yeah. are underpaid <laughs> um, often uh, from the beginning and just have increased 1% that is, jokes. that is shameful <laughs> uh, and you uh, have uh, actually uh, done the brexit now <laughs> yeah we are officially um we yeah. are officially brexited um you're not full. part of europe anymore uh, kind of <laughs> no no technically not we've moved we've moved we decided that oh we're yeah okay Hawaii now instead yeah um, it's much warmer yeah it's tired of the sunshine. rain all the time uh, <laughs> you're, you're tired of the rain yeah, yeah exactly and <laughs> <laughs> um, but then to be honest um i mean with, with everything that's been going on with covid it hasn't actually i don't think quite sunk in yet because everyone's still stuck at the home it hasn't made a difference i think the moment that everyone's going to realize that everything has changed for the most for most people yeah. obviously businesses already know and they've been uh, spending years trying to prepare then re-evaluating and re-changing everything and then in a day's notice having to change <laughs> again but i think the general person will realize this summer when they try and for example yeah. book a flight and to spain there's a lot of brits in spain i know uh, like having this small society yeah, that is huge like in British towns in Spain, and now that you're not part of the union anymore, it's it's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be very strange. I think, as it stands at the moment, if you are a British member of the EU living in the EU, you can continue living there in the same way that if you were from Spain and you'd moved to England before Brexit, okay. you could remain well, in, England in England. Interesting. <laughs> Which have you thought works. about moving uh, away from Britain? Uh, well, I worked on cruise ships, so that I essentially did move away from Britain. And having just done a winter here, I decided <laughs> I never want to do an oh. English winter again. Try a Swedish winter. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. But thank you so it's much. It's not so warm here. I will come yeah, to Lapland. Lapland, you day. can visit in the in the winter time, but not staying, perhaps. No. <laughs> well, I'd stay at night. Yeah. Stay one night yeah, in, the night ice hotel, in the ice exactly. hotel. I Go. know that one more thing that Sweden is known for is Oh, ABBA. I love Aber. Have it's you heard about Aber? It's one of my ABBA? favorite artists yeah. of all time. Aber. I sing it everywhere. No matter where I go, I put it on and dance to Aber, like all of the songs. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah, dancing Oh, I love it. I like bring that. it wherever and, I go. <laughs> and that is like weird that we are still famous for ABBA. I mean, we're in our 20s, 30s, and we are still talking about ABBA that was really big like 50 years ago or something like that. <laughs> and some, something that you might not know about Sweden is that a second biggest export is actually music. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's our second wow. biggest export. And the first one is it's it's uh, wood. What's the first? <laughs> because we we have so much forest <laughs> and we export a lot of wood and iron. <laughs> but music industry is really big. Have you heard yes, of Avicii? Yes, I knew that he was Swedish. Yeah. And Swedish house mafia yeah, too, right? Yeah, 
of course. And I mean, we have a lot of Swedes <laughs> living in like uh, California, doing some music there. And but a lot of a lot of international artists uh, from like California or the States, you know, Britney Spears or uh, Beyonce, I think as well. We have one famous person that is not so officially famous, but he's called Max Martin. Okay. He's a producer for oh, like right. all major wow. uh, artists, and he's Swedish. I didn't know that. Swedish. He's live. He lives in Stockholm, and a lot of artists around the world come to Sweden to work with him. Oh. And he has. He has, uh, for example, wow. with Britney Spears, he wrote the song. And produced a song, uh, Baby Hit Me. Whoa, I didn't know that. It was recorded. No. In wow. That's impressive. That is interesting fact about Sweden. That is, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, you think you don't. <laughs> so come to Sweden and learn more about <laughs> our culture and uh, these fun facts. See a moose uh, in the forest oh, or at a moose safari. <laughs> this is IKEA Museum. And the Abba I was Museum there. It is amazing, home. and I can just highly recommend to go to Sweden. It has so much to offer, and it's just beautiful. And the people are too. Yeah, and their is. English is yeah, so so good. Like <laughs> hands down, their English is amazing. Like you can go to the smallest town in Sweden, they will understand and speak English. Yeah, that's actually true. Uh, I started learning English when I was, I think, eight or nine years old. It's mandatory in Sweden to learn Swedish, English, and math. <laughs> yeah, math and math, math <laughs> Swedish, a... and English. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and you can't go, you go to high school if you don't have passed your degree in English, Swedish, wow. or math. You must learn that. Hmm, interesting. That's incredible. So, yeah, pretty much anyone talks English. Maybe not all the old people. My grandma can say, hello, my name is Ingrid, but not more than that. Fair enough. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's more than my grandma can say. <laughs> so, yeah, come to Sweden. and yeah, We will, 100%. Just experience it. We will. Yeah, and also the wildlife well, in you. Sweden is, uh, the outdoor life, I could say, is really open. And you can go anywhere and in Sweden, you can actually raise a tent for a night or two, pretty much anywhere. That's amazing. If you want to, that's incredible. It's an open country, and we that's so are good. yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You really are. We you feel really welcome in Sweden, no matter where you go, and that's a really amazing thing about Sweden too. Yeah, I love Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit part particle here, but yeah. <laughs> I love my country. I actually do. It's pretty good. But I like England too. And I love Germany <laughs> as well. I've been to both your countries and I love Aww. it. Yeah, yeah even with even the, with the weather. shit weather. Actually, it wasn't so bad when we were in England. <laughs> uh, it was actually quite nice. Uh, I think it only rain, rained for like two days out of five. <laughs> so I think that's pretty good. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, we have such high standards. Well, yeah, absolutely. But Germany is also an amazing. Yeah, and the people. And the people. Everybody, everybody is friendly. Oh, yeah, uh, but I think that in, in small villages in Germany, not everybody talks no. English. 
Yeah, Am but I, right? I think that's because in Sweden all of the movies are not being translated because there's just like a subtitle and in Germany they translate everything and it is so annoying and it's yeah. also really bad translated if you just have a look at the lips and yeah that's why I yeah. watch everything in <laughs> English true. and I think that's the reason why your English is so good in Sweden too because you just watch everything in English as well yeah yeah we don't translate like anything uh, maybe the kids cartoon movies uh, are translated but I I watch a lot of movies and series and everything is in English and for a while I I didn't even have the subtitles on because I wanted to learn but see this is the problem that right? everyone in the world speaks English and is quite happy to learn and it makes it really easy to become really lazy when it comes to yeah, learning other I can languages. imagine that if everybody speaks English uh, you don't have to put in the work to learn the other language I actually have a friend, no. uh, a friend's and even uh, fiance. Away. He's from Australia, and when we see each other, I talk English with him instead of learning him Swedish. Uh, and we said that we must stop talking English. He needs to <laughs> learn Swedish. But then, for like ten minutes in the conversation, we change to English instead because it's easier. I suppose it's just a yeah. um, it's a habit more than anything. Yeah, for for me, English is. It's my second language, but it's so easy to just fall into English. Uh, I, I dream in Swedish and mm. English. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Me do. too. You actually, well, not in yeah, Swedish, but in German. <laughs> yeah, yeah, German and English. It's like a mixture of, uh, of the different languages. And when I was younger, I tried to learn Spanish. And some night I remember that waking up was like, my dream was in Spanish, English, and Swedish. It was so weird. I was like, what, what did I even say or hear? <laughs> I don't know. It was just totally mixed up in three languages. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah, for joining us and talking about studying abroad and learning in Sweden. It was amazing to relive kind of the experience that we had together in Halmstad and yeah, I think that's the end of the episode. And what are we going to talk about next week, Taryn? So next week, we're going to be looking at working abroad. And this can take on many different things. It might be voluntary work or paid work. Um, but we're going to go into that in much more detail. So make sure you listen next week. And, <laughs> and we thank will you see so you much for having me. Uh, it's been so fun. And I did not thank think so that we would talk on. for almost <laughs> two hours. I had so much oh, fun. We're glad that you enjoyed it. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Once again, thank you so much, Hani, for joining us. It's been a pleasure to have you on both times. Thank you for taking the time to speak to us. And have you got any parting well, thoughts? Well, thank you for having me again. And just such a pleasure to, to be able to talk about my home country and uh, our really odd and ridiculous things that we are doing. <laughs> okay, so yeah, talk, talk to you soon again. Have a lovely mm. night.